everyone happy uh 2023 fucking a this is crazy we made it we're here we're here there's more there's more to it it's uh where i'm at right now it's raining it's awesome outside This is what does it all mean podcast. I haven't done this in a while. I'm kind of nervous. <coughs> but I think that's what makes shit fun. So if you're out there and you hear me, just say hi. Tell me how your 2023 <laughs> is going so far. It's gonna sound crazy, 2023. Let's talk about life. Let's talk about death. Let's talk about renewal. Let's talk about new things. Let's not talk at all. That's what I'm learning these days. That's why you guys haven't seen me for a while. I haven't much to say. But life is changing so quickly. This is like my own personal diary. I want to thank everybody for listening. My name is James Lewis. Jimmy Lewis. Whatever you want to call me. Uh, I'm so stoked to meet everybody. I think I've been doing this for about two years maybe. Yeah, about two years. Uh trips me out so many people are listening I try to take uh, some time off and live life a little bit and uh, it's been rough but it's been good you know so like I said if anyone's out there you guys want to talk about anything hopefully my Wi-Fi, you know stays good I'm going to upgrade pretty soon. I'm going to probably start doing shows because this is season six. I'm on the sixth season of this show. I've met many new people that have uh, influenced my life over the last, uh, 
holiday season and even last year, you know, and it's trippy because when I started this podcast, what was the podcast for? The podcast was really to get in contact with my friends and <clears throat> to hang out with people over the world because that got taken away and uh, it seems like COVID's coming back. Uh, I got it like a month ago, you know, and then I had a, a scare recently. I had, it seemed like I, I tested on Monday and I was positive and then I had a doctor's appointment and over the, the virtual thing and they gave me a prescription of steroids and that shit just kicked it out in, in like a day or two. <clears throat> so I think they know how to handle COVID if you, if you get it early <clears throat> and you're sem- semi, uh, you know, you don't have any ailments as I cough but uh but yeah you know 2022 is a trip we lost so many just great people and then recently I think uh the the person that's touched me the most that has left is uh is Terry Hall from the specials that's uh that's the craziest thing that's happened to me or I say me I mean the universe, you know, he was such a big inspiration, I don't think I would have ever done anything without hearing that dude's voice, you know, in all realness, so, big shout out to Terry Hall, so many people have passed away in the last, like, It's just trippy. It's what life seems like. It's like watching people fall off the planet. And where the fuck are they going? Someday we'll all know. And the longer uh, I stay alive, the more complicated it feels. You know, like things are starting to get more complicated. I had a, uh, a really. <clears throat> So, I, I'm a laborer by day. I, I move packages for a company, and uh, kind of like the real Santa Claus. I'm not going to go into what company, but we had helpers, and I had different helpers, and I had three different helpers this uh, this season, and it was kind of like uh, I learned something different from all three. You know, the like the ghost of future. Uh, what is it? You know, the ghost of. Uh, Christmas past and uh which is ironic because uh this is trippy but I had a kid who uh he's 30 years old and uh, he was my first helper and uh no yeah sorry second helper but he was the youngest so we'll start with him and uh we'll say the ghost of past future past he uh he seemed kind of, uh, you know, what's the word? Just full of life and ready to just all these ideas of just how to like take over the planet and and just you know pep in his step and all these you know he could play fifteen different instruments at thirty and uh, you know he already wrote songs and he was ready to fight the fight and he's a really cool kid and. You know, that, that age 30 is just magical, you know, and 
Now it was like me. That was me a while ago, looking at him, going, man, I know. I know how this is. And then uh, he pulled out a harmonica at one point as we're, we're delivering. I'm Santa. I'm going up the door. I need to get a signature from the people. And Santa's sometimes got to make sure that we, you know, don't uh, lose track of things. I think that's maybe somehow I might have gotten COVID was handing them the the, the Santa dyad. And so um, I go back to the truck. As I'm going back to the truck, I hear the kid just like playing some music on his harmonica. And it was just like, it was awesome. But it was also a little too much. Like I lost my mind. I couldn't believe it. I was like, this kid is driving me crazy because, not because he was a problem, but because why he was, he was me so long ago. And he still had all this hope. And he still had all this like, this vigor and excitement and just everything was cool. And I'm not saying the older you get, the more that goes away, but sometimes that happens, you know? So, um, it was cool to see him do that. And then now I'll get to the ghost of, uh, Christmas present. Yes. And, uh, that was this, uh, really cool guy that I met and he was, uh, he, he kind of, you know, right off the bat, he's like, you know, don't judge me for the way I look because people think I look like an insurrectionist, which was, you know, funny. Just he had a beard and his beard was different than mine. And I, I always thought like, well, if there's just beers or just beers and he's like, oh, no, you have a hippie beard, man. I have like a I have an insurrectionist beard. And he's like, I'm not an insurrectionist. And I'm like, word. And then uh, we totally got along. He was like a little bit me like probably like eight years older than me super great guy uh you know he just kind of taught me to live in the moment and uh enjoy things because like it's always fun to see people that are older than you you know and, and especially just a little bit not a whole bunch but a little bit and uh I have a lot of friends that are like four or five years older but people that are like a little bit older it's more experienced you can you can if you listen you can you can learn they've seen more you know and uh He's kind of teaching me not to lose your temper, which I totally know. Uh, but also just, you know, love the person that you're with. And he was so awesome. He he wasn't like your normal dude that was just like, you know, you, most guys hang out and they have this full macho bullshit where they just have this front of like, oh, he didn't have that front. So it was like so uh, reassuring, refreshing to see. And uh, we could just be ourselves and have fun and talk about, you know, everything. And that's when you get to know people. Like, it's like Santa's elves. So, slash um, the ghost of Christmas present. So, <clears throat> then uh, I had the, the ghost of future, uh, a Christmas future, you know. And I had this, this girl. She was awesome. Like, a probably... You know, a couple years younger than me, but you never know it. Cause she was just like 
and this is where it gets crazy, you know, as uh, <clears throat> Christmas season happens, the reason I'm going through these people, these these helper elves, is because their their lives just aren't matching up with Santa's, like, hard six-day-a-week schedule, and so finally I find, you know, they, they're like, here, you're going to get this girl, and I'm like, oh, dude, a fucking a, a girl elf? This is going to totally suck, you know, like, this is what I thought, right? This girl elf just like went out there and she just destroyed everything. Like she was, she was, one guy was 30, one guy was 56 or whatever. And, and I'm in between those two and she's a little bit younger than me, you know, and she just, every single package, like she just run to the door, run back, run the package and she's smiling, having the best time. Like she made it like an awesome, you know, Christmas, you know being Santa and then having the person that really kind of fucking compliments you it makes it great and then you get to know them on a whole different level and hopefully I'll get to see them that you know because it's still not really over the Christmas season but um I learned a lot too you know the you know future she has kids and you know uh she's been you know uh she's just she knows a lot even though she's younger than me and it's always cool to yeah, and like for a prime example, I was having this is this is one thing I learned, and it's just stupid information that is just awesome. Uh, I, you know, the older you get, your body really does get fucked up, and so you know, I'm like, uh, what's going on, brother? What's going on? I would I would uh, get uh, the acid reflux. You know what I'm saying? I'll go to fucking sleep, and at like 3 a.m. I'll start burping, and I'm like, just like it's no joke, and. I've tried Prilosec, I've tried all this shit, Pepto-Bismol, start to just chug Pepto-Bismol, and I told her that, and you start losing sleep, and you start to become, like, a problem, and she's just all, man, just eat a little bit of ginger, and, and sometimes it's just the information, right, it's just the information, I'm like, ginger, oh, shit, I went and bought a ginger kombucha that night, and went home, and, you know, because it was a problem, like, when you have indigestion, it keeps coming back, so as soon as I went to bed that night, boom, there it was. Went, grabbed my friggin' kombucha, my ginger kombucha, swear, first sip, boom, I burped everything up. I went back to bed, and now I don't need Pepto-Bismol, I don't need any of those drugs, I just need ginger. Even though I just had raw ginger, you know? So, um, love you, man. I love you, Asho Kumar. What's going on, guys? What's going on? Tell me where you're from, what you're doing, how your New Year's been be on for a little bit more uh <clears throat> i've been inspired recently i've been watching tons of tv i'm on vacation this week i might do a couple more shows if anyone wants to advertise their new song or their project they're working on they're more than you know cool to come on and talk about things so <clears throat> anyway so the the future the, the ghost of future uh christmas future was just awesome and uh, hopefully I'll see that person again. And, and I learned I learned that. And, you know, I just learned that uh, just growing up in the same place doesn't always, you know, you don't always experience the same thing. And, and that's the, that was the cool thing with all three of those people. They all taught me something different and gave me something to appreciate and, you know, made me remember things about myself and and uh showed me that it's not all about myself it's it's about me it's about asho it's about uh ahsoka 
It's about Ben Kenobi. It's about, uh, you know, Andor. Holy shit. <clears throat> I think that's one of the reasons I wanted to uh, do the show again tonight is Andor. I, I think that uh, that hands down was just, for me, the uh, the best. It was the best, right? Like, it was so, like, very slow started off, but, and then it was just crazier and got darker and darker and darker. No spoilers here, but at the end, it was just so amazing that it just, it really did make this, uh, permanent dent in your head of a new part of the Star Wars galaxy or universe that is just so perfect that, like, oh yeah, like, I was, once again, I was bawling, I was crying, people don't get it, you know, they, they it's like I was bawling in Kenobi. My friend asked me, he's like, why did, why are you bawling in Kenobi? And I just, I said, it wasn't, it wasn't me, or it wasn't you that killed Anakin, it was me. Like that, that, that emotional content is so good. It's like, I think that's why we all really, you know, dig Star Wars is really the family relation and just some people lose their parents way too early and some parents are killers and some people are not and it's just it's a confusing world you know like life is is hard like can't be it can't be christmas all the time you know and it's rough for everybody that's why i do this podcast you know because I had a friend that I used to hang out with. He's a really good friend of mine. <clears throat> and he was just like, man, you, you're tall and, you know, like, all these things. Life is so easy for you. And, and he had no idea that, like, the things that I felt inside were, uh, you know, because I, I just told him we were really good friends. I'm like, bro, I said, this is your perception of me and I appreciate that. But uh, I don't see it like that. So some people's perceptions... Uh, aren't what other people see, you know, and so <clears throat> there's that happy medium of loving yourself but not loving yourself too much and talking and not talking enough. So anyways, everyone's quiet. Fuck man, what is it? It's like a Tuesday night, <clears throat> eleven o'clock, Orange County. And back to um Back to Andor and everything, uh, Star Wars, like, Tales of the, the Jedi was awesome. Holy shit, seeing, uh, the, just the bonus features of, uh, not bonus, but just the new story added in with, uh, Doku and, uh, Master Yaddle and, uh, all that was just amazing to see. Those Ahsokas, I'm so stoked that Ahsoka's coming out tonight. In one hour, we're going to have uh, The Bad Batch, which I'm staying up for and I'm going to watch. First two episodes are going to be out. Bad Batch is awesome. Uh, I'm all about it. Star Wars Universe is encompassing me right now. I'm also playing the Road Squadron on the VR set for the PS5, which is just holy shit. Uh, I played it for maybe like 10% and it's so good, guys. Uh, and then I know that that new Star Wars, uh, fuck, what is it called? It's from the, the Fallen Order. There's a new one, like Survivor, something Survival's coming out soon. So it's going to be a good year for video games, good year for music, good year for, uh, 
fucking movies. My my friend's band is playing. Uh, this is Fox and the Red Heart Red Hairs. We've had them on the show several times. They're gonna be uh, playing at, at the Doll Hut on uh, every Sunday in the month of July. No, sorry, January this month. <laughs> January, which is rad. I love I love people that play shows in January. It starts off the you know the year in a good place. They're gonna have special guests too, which will be rad. Lots of special guests. I might hang around there, ask people what's up. Who knows? We'll see. It'll be fun. But uh, art, records, the rain, all these things matter. So uh, Another cool thing that... Uh, I'll talk a little bit about... Some people are mad at me for, for my opinions on, um, on things such as uh, She-Hulk. Everyone's like, dude, She-Hulk sucks. <clears throat> hey, man. It's whatever your fucking opinion. You know, like I, like... I like... Sometimes I like to watch shows that are just so laid back, you don't have to think, and they're just fun. To me, that was it. And then when you follow a comic book, like, it was right down to a T. Even when she fell out of the, the whole screen, it was so, so... Like, you know, if you like comics, you like the stories, like, there's no reason you shouldn't like She-Hulk, it's just the whole, uh, male-dominant world of, uh, superheroes, which, uh, you know, it's supposed to be fun either way, don't take it too fucking seriously, you know, I think that's just, like, the point, you can't take Thor, uh, and Rankar and all that shit too seriously, if you do, you're, you're losing your mind, but what's really funny is, I had a post today about George Lucas talking about, uh, you know, why people relate to Darth Vader so much and kids do because, you know, kids are powerless and, and he, uh, you know, the kids, since they're powerless, they sense that power and that's why they like want to be him, which is a crazy, you know, statement. But so many people tuned into that, like 161,000 or 64,000 people had, you know, liked it and, and had these comments and the comments were just like so... It's just like it's it's weird when you're really into something hardcore, especially for many many years, and you see everyone just like, you know, giving their opinions, and it's just it's great. It's it's something different that all kind of combines us from different places all over the world, and we all know what it is, and uh, you know, it's super fun. It's it's su still super fun after all these years, you know, and it's trippy how I I like to live in that universe. <clears throat> I like to live here too, you know, like, I like to live in between both, because I think adventure, uh, imagination, you know, I think that's part of what it all means, you know, uh, I used, you know, in the pre previous season, I was looking for signs of life, of why, like, si like, signs of reasons of why we're fucking here, like, the divine creator, but I think we are the divine creator, right? Like, whatever created us, we're part of. And it, it wants us to create things for it, you know? And so that's why I think, like, you can create whatever you want. You know? You can create masterpieces. You can create, you know, symphonies. You can create movies. You can create sandcastles. There's no limit, you know, and like Martin Luther King, you know, had that whole thing where he was just like, if you're going to be a sweet streeper, be the best street sweeper you can possibly be. And, 
And, uh, you know, whatever we do, we always think there's someone better. Even, like, my podcast, sometimes I, I watch it with other people. And, like, as, as I'm doing this show, like, I see people coming in. I see people coming out. There's nobody really fucking watching, you know? But as I see, you know, one person come in, it's just like, wow, that one person I have a connection with. And so, um, let's see. Shannon wants to come in. She can hear me if I can hear her if this works. <clears throat> it's cool to get a, like a guest right off right off. Greetings. Hi, hi. <clears throat> I didn't realize it would be coming in on video, so surprise for me. That's the best. I uh, haven't even seen your stuff in my feed for a while or uh yeah, or likes or comments, so hi. Uh, you know what? I'm glad you mentioned that. Happy New Year, by the way. Happy New Year. I uh, haven't really been active on Instagram or any social media very much. Um, I checked the date since November 22nd-ish. Yeah. Because I was accused of spending all my time on social media, which is hilarious. Because <laughs> I, I said I, should, I could stand to actually spend a little more time on social media and reconnect, actually, now that you mention it. That's um I, I get that feeling too. I try to step away. I stepped away for a long time too. That's why I haven't had any shows. I haven't really been posting. It's like, you know, I think we're at the the point where we know where it's at when we need it and you know, I, I it mean, it's need to be to, it is good to step away and take breaks. Mm -hmm. Um but uh I was told that the root of all my problems was spending all my time on social media and making myself miserable Interesting. Um, yeah and the example i was given happened a year ago and went on for a whole week but it absorbed and obsessed me even though i had very good reason to be concerned both personally and globally the global piece they don't seem to get um this society really is becoming very narcissistic where yep. somehow it's a vice to care about a bigger picture um, and a virtue to do me and worry about my immediate situation because some of these global affairs will kick them in the ass and especially our kids. But oh, definitely. Not right here, right now, in front of me, and the TV's not saying it, and you know, social media's not saying it. So, no, I completely agree. It, to me, okay, let's be honest. Are, are you Gen X? You look like you're Gen X, right? Like yeah, before... I am. Yeah. Um, 73, I was born. Yeah. 76 right here right we were here before this we know what it's like be, you know pre this like we grew up during the, the you know that's when the internet really happened in the 70s and by the time we were in the 90s it really exploded like you know it's not it, it, it social media to me has really divided so much and you know it's supposed to connect everybody but it also has really just divided everyone so much that it's kind of it's kind of scary well, that's, you know social engineering has exploited it as such to definitely. divide definitely and that's crazy because it's not freedom there's no freedom of choice you know there it's now if you hit this button you're going down this red path if you're going you hit these buttons you're going down this blue path and it all goes back to some corporate you know decision well of, no my social engineering <clears throat> i mean uh government 
sense. And I'm, I'm looking at Elon Musk as a sovereign individual in this light. The first one doing this not as a government or as a corporate um, espionage type of thing. How they are exploiting social media exactly to divide and conquer. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's 100%. Um, and so that's social engineering in a social science sense. I guess it's also like social engineering is now more um, used to refer to um, information technology, but I have a psychology degree. And as we've talked about, I'm a dinosaur. So that was way back then. It used to be just a political, like a political science yeah. basic term yeah. that governments would do this. Um, and so I just thought, wow, okay, now not only is like social media never been before, we've never seen this in that context. Elon Musk, I feel like that's what he's doing. And he shows it more and more that maybe he is in bed with certain governments. So maybe it's not just, you know, so much an individual thing. But I looked at it as here's the social engineering by an individual. An individual has a scary amount of power, actually. And, uh, too much and way too much this, this, with the technologies we have this is groundbreaking can you believe like, like like can you believe that there's pictures of like the starlink thing right like i'm all for fucking science but this guy's got too much power he has the starlink where like they're like hey we need internet over like some country and all of a sudden he could send like a hundred satellites somewhere in a and it looks fucking insane how right? about he Neuralink, which he says is going to make language nope, obsolete not. in five to ten years, which is a little far out there. Okay, but the it's things that is down. like happening with that yeah. are disturbing. And from his own like mouth, years ago, before he became the you know pretending to be the nut job he is um, doing what he's doing politically, yeah. um, and in pursuit of even more money, of course, because he doesn't have enough. Yeah. Um, he just has too much money, power. Um, no guy, I think he has just more innovation at his fingertips um, than governments have ever had Be on top of the money, on top of not being restricted by any rules yeah. for any presidents or... So I think he, he's, he's got a scary amount of power and he's showing us he's going to go to the... He's staying with the dark side. Well, it's true. You know, but anyway, his from his own mouth, the... Biggest threats to the human race are climate change and AIs. Yeah. So I've been reading about some of the, some of the AIs are starting to say on their own that they're going to um, conquer humanity and enslave us. And I've seen like them explain how that's actually very feasible by technology that exists right now, let alone what evolves um, and how just some of the Sims of fighting and how they're all gonna like have multiple bodies that are disposable um just kind of terrifying well, okay. hey this is the crazy shit i think it was facebook they were working on ai and the ai uh system started to create its own language where you couldn't shut it down like they, they had a big hard problem shutting it down because these ais were talking <laughs> and yeah, they, they didn't know what they're talking about so then they, like, they go you can't shut them down because they chance they go above you yes like now you don't now 
They know more than you. You can shut you down, but you can't shut them down. And they were talking about how it's like totally feasible for them to waltz because of how governments are using them yeah. and how they're enmeshed in governments. It's, they could conceivably just waltz in there and punch in the nuclear code. What do you think about, what do you think? Okay, so I know Elon is the devil. They've always known for a very long time just because the the diamond mine and all that shit. Okay, yeah, I was trying to like keep an open mind and leave hope for a redeemable villain or like it's things not, aren't just going to appear. But when he posted a selfie with his Russian girlfriend, you it's know, great. I was like, all right, now he's announcing to us, this is what's exactly. up. There's no more plausible deniability. This is how can no one have seen that as an announcement? I don't know if you caught that, the selfie with the Russian propaganda slash oligarchette. Um, he is making an announcement when everyone was watching him, watching him, watching him, because he did one of his polls that said, should I, um, should I step down from running Twitter? And the consensus was yes. And everyone's just watching to see how he reacts, right? And instead he goes to the World Cup and uh, hanging, kicking it with Jared Kushner, rubbing elbows with Turkey's president. Yeah. And took a selfie with this woman who is a Russian a journalist, as they call her, but she's working as a TV propagandist. Yeah. I'm um, one of Putin's best. Yeah. And um, like her deal is Ukraine needs to be destroyed, leveled to the ground. Um, and she is also sanctioned by Europe and Canada, not us, because we're not sanctioning anyone that has any real effect and i don't get it and i don't know where to ask but she is sanctioned because she's in a relationship with the main banking oligarch oh, I believe so that. here we have the girl obviously laundering their banking and uh doing her mouthpiece on tv and elon musk is taking selfies with her at the world cup and she's posting them on telegram with all these, oh, we have so many exciting things in store kind of captions. Yeah. Um, and so what does his fan club say and the right? They either say, they were saying, so what? Or one person was saying, oh, he probably doesn't even know who that is. What a fucking joke. You're telling me he doesn't have any security and staff to vet who comes near him, let alone who takes selfies with him? Well, that's the thing. Everyone you know, doubles down. Exactly who that is. Doubling down. So, so enough of, I can't take Musk anymore because it's just over. Okay. What do you think about, yeah. what do you think about jet, like, okay, so I was talking earlier about like the, the ghost of, you know, Christmas press and future, like the Christmas Carol, right? Why do you think Jeff Bezos all of a sudden decided that he's going to give away his fucking fortune? Like, what is that about? How, How much is he giving away? Because I like heard, I didn't, re I haven't read much about that. Okay. But I heard he's giving away all his yeah. money. And I'm like, he's, no way is he giving away all his money. Okay, what is really going on? What's really going on is it's probably some kind of tax. Like, that's the whole right. thing. On. Or, but, but, then he's but, gonna, or he realizes, unlike the rest of them, I don't really know what to do with $400 billion. Yeah. So I'll give away 100 of it and play the hero. Yeah. The philanthropist. It, it just 
keeps rebuilding every day. He gets rid of that. His, the amount that he makes in a day, will if you do the math, he'll keep, like, a fortune will keep coming. Keep It'll never, he'll never. Right. Like, he'll never, just never, he'll never be able to escape wealth until he dies. And then maybe yeah. it'll follow him into the next life. You like, know, this could be it too like like i know that um i read this story recently i think in vanity fair where you know william shatner he said that going up in the space like really messed him up because he uh when he went up there he thought it was gonna be this huge like odd like and everything was gonna be great but what he said was when he got like up into space he, he looked away from the earth and it was so dark so void like he had never imagined his life and he felt like the real day turned back and looked at the planet he was just like he saw the life there and it it kind of there so that's that's scary you know because i've always, always wanted to go into space and now i hear this that captain kirk's fucking scared i'm just like whoa that's that's hardcore <laughs> but who knows who knows I don't know who does know. I, it's just so, it's, it feels surreal to me this whole year. And I'm really reflecting on this year. Um, it was about a year ago and definitely once the war started that I started to feel really alienated and different. Um, and some, some days I just feel like maybe I'm in, am in a computer sim. Like Maybe I am not in the same world as these people I'm attempting to communicate with. <laughs> I just, yeah, um, but it feels so surreal when I look at like the news and especially our politicians. I'm just like, I throw, I'm like, what is this? I, I, given I look at like the Republicans, I'm like, my grandpa and the rest of them must be just like seriously like rolling in the grave probably underestimates that they were just i don't know they're a bunch of stuffy old white dudes who didn't like to spend money yeah. like they weren't the most compassionate but they weren't these like psychopathic lunatic like what do they think of this craziness and QAnon? and i i just can't even imagine <laughs> it's pretty Nuts. And, and I have a governor who I think is one of the last gaspers from that club. He's just, I, I, you can almost hear him thinking, can I just be a normal fucking poly, like, you know, governor yeah. and person, but he won't do anything to anger them. Yeah. He won't do any, like people are trying to corner him into saying Trump was wrong when he was wrong. And the governor was trying to say the opposite, but he would not say that Trump was wrong. He just danced around it. So insane to me. See, that's why I love California, because it really is its own nation. And, like, people hate, like, I hate people here, like, hate freaking Governor Newsom. But, like, honestly, that guy really, like, he's he's done a lot. And I'll give you one for what he did last year. Last year, he's like, fuck, I want to build up the economy for people who buy houses, which sucks right now. And he's like, anybody that stay in a house for five years, you just can't leave five years that kind of guarantees a lot of people because me i'm living in an apartment i i'm not leaving here until i find something cool without that down that like 25 percent or whatever you have to put down i can't get out of the house so that's one thing right there and dude is just fucking radical as it is like everything is just 
it's different out here. It is to the point where it's as far west of those ideas as you can get. Yeah, you know? and I mean, Cali does seem like maybe a different planet, not necessarily a different country. It um, is. It definitely is. I have a just yeah. I have a close friend that's um. She's in San Francisco right now and just, I don't know, learning more and talking to her and her experience compared to uh, what her hard luck situation would be here. I'm in Ohio, if that gives you some insight. And now now I'm kind of mad at him, but I understand this is the way he has to play it. Like, if he doesn't, if he angers them, he's probably going to get assassinated out of, like, but when they're out of office, I don't know. There's not many like normal old GOPers left in office. Um, but I wonder if he angers them if he's out of office sooner than we thought, because he let the Proud Boys come in like just outright terrorism. They came by the dozens to harass crossdressers, drag queens, um, armed in armor with uh, some with masks and goggles, um, and then by the dozens, wearing their colors or whatever, wearing their, like, Proud Boy Nazi uniforms. Um, And I guess they were joined by other groups and citizens, and they effectively shut down this event. And this is textbook terrorism to scare people out of political, you know, under political motives. But the governor refused, even when people were demanding to even give a no comment. And the police, you know, they were nowhere. This was just fine. This is just fine. This is Ohio. See, this is, okay, I'll give you an example here of Southern California. We had some of that, like, uh, I don't know if it was Proud Boys, but it was some white supremacist bullshit out here. And to the wrong place, they should have Anna Anna which just nobody's putting up with that. And, and I was going to go because it's very close, but I saw these, all of these, uh, you know, racist people, like, with their flags and steel, and then you just see, like, everybody in Santa Ana not standing for it, literally taking action and beating the shit out of the people. And it's nice. like, like news. You would just see, like, this one guy holding one of the, the white supremacists like this, just, like, about to smack. Like, it, it went down. And those people, I mean, violence is never the act, you know, because that's what they want. They want the fucking violence. They want to provoke you. But it also lets people know, hey, you come here. like Sometimes, you know, sometimes, I don't know, maybe the left needs to get a little more violent. And that's and like I was saying, let's play some, We maybe we need to start playing dirty. Yeah. So uh, here's this and that. And we're a hell of a lot smarter than they are. So that will, like, be the game over. I mean, maybe they need to know, you know what? We have some guns, too. And you know what? You you, you try to my doorstep, you're going to find out. Like, it, you guys have, it, have no monopoly into, you know? That's what's crazy. Things are changing. Like, we have these people that are, like, on the re- like right and the left. And, and everyone's kind of blending into what they want to be. Like, before, you know, I, I before, like, the Matrix was, like, the idea of the Matrix of, like, this, this corrupt government we used to be so far leftist. And the right would be like, oh, there is none of this. There is none. Now they switch the shit where they're like. Oh, I know. Well, now, yeah, it's like the right is the one saying this. And the left is all like, 
Hi, Jesus. You are the way, the truth, and the light. Silence these conspiracy theorists. It's crazy. Like it's, it's crazy. Crazy. Like, well, it has no flip-flops. Yeah, and it, it doesn't make sense because I like, when my friends are so anti-government, I'm like, hey, man, let's just take a step back and realize that, hey, even if we might be taxed, like, nobody's dying here. No, no. Yeah, you know, like, right now I'm trying to help someone get his sisters out of Afghanistan. And I don't know if you know what's been going on there. And I, I, before I, that, I'm watching Iran. And very much in the war. And I have friends over in that region in the world. And so it's like, hey, as much as, yeah, and I feel like a shithead because I was really involved in the cannabis politics and I railed on Obama and Eric Holder. Oh, my God. And now I'm like, I was like a spoiled brat teenager and no fucking idea what yeah. a privileged, utopian childhood I had. Um, it was a completely different world like the whole obama thing it was a trippy you used to see like like more uh middle eastern people were accepted here uh life just seemed like oh it was changing into something different and and i think that really scared the people on the right to be like oh wow there's culture from you know different places it freaked right. them out they had to go so far the opposite where they come out with sneaky torches and this donald trump shit and it got here <laughs> with the apprentice led these little fucking narrow-minded fucks into this calamity. And he loved Adolf Hitler. He said it. You know, he riled these people up. And it's interesting to watch the, the you know, I watch most of the January 6th shit. I'm not going to lie. The whole thing and to see that they nailed him. Like, you're guilty, man. Like, everything you say, we're going down to the Capitol. I'm going to come with you. Those things are on fucking... I'm just kind of sad he's losing so much so hard because... If he could just stay in the game, that he could fracture that party. Yeah, he can't. But that's the but point. He he, he fucked that. Yeah, no one likes him anymore. No one needs him anymore. Yeah, even his own daughter. Yeah, Putin, Putin's obviously like, adios, yo. Yeah, like you've served world. your now. I you've served your purpose. Now I got Elona. So it's a different world. So it's interesting to see how fast the life is changing. You know, everything is changing so fast. I don't know who's going to be the president. I don't know what's going to go down. And that makes life interesting. But at least we're not living in this fear of like constant. Uh, I was I feared when the pandemic got out of control that that there was no adult taking control. of. Yeah, no, it was constant terror when he was at the home. You don't know what the fuck he was going to do. Yeah. You know, like he just. Bleach in yeah, the Yeah, you have no fucking idea what he's going to do. Yeah. Mister, I could shoot someone in Fifth Avenue and I'd get away with it. And every day it seems that, boy, I guess he was right. You know? Um, oh, yeah, I'll I have like such, I've realized with things, I have like trauma from yeah. Trump presidency. Like when I didn't see him for a while yeah. and I did open Instagram and there was his face. On my screen, something in me, it was like, just like my domestic violence trauma. Yeah. Like, I fucking lost it. Yeah. I'll tell you this. I didn't really, um, like, once he got elected, and I thought it was legitimate, which it turned out it didn't seem like it was legitimate. I thought, okay, you know what? Let's give The Apprentice a try. Like, he got elected. Right. Like, he's the president now. Let's give him a chance and see what happens. Right. That's. I was on the same. And 
then it just got wilder and, and, and it became The Real Apprentice. It became like the, this talk show that I had never I know. seen before. That's what I mean. It's so surreal. It's like, am I watching like a fucking movie or is this reality? Because they're saying it's reality, but... And it got crazier every day until, like I said, there was... He said there, we need to put bleach in our assholes to make sure that well, we don't... No, that's uh, not what he said, but that's... I mean, people interpret it as drinking bleach. He just said something about putting disinfectants in the body. So these people start drinking bleach and um oh god what's the name of the song i'm gonna look it up but there's a song i think you'll appreciate this it came to mind i'm like oh my god they're prophets and it just uh reminds me of that so much every time these guys are drinking fucking bleach because trump's up there on his version of high as fuck going well what if we put this in Infectants in the body. Like, you can tell he doesn't even, he's just like, it's coming to his mind right then. Yeah. And he, like, has not thought it through, doesn't know what he's talking about. Yeah. Um, That's a dangerous thing, too. See, you, you said that you study psychology or whatever. I Like, I read I read this quote recently. It was actually from this movie. It, it was, uh, you know, don't mistake uh, not thinking as a dangerous thing, you know, like, like you've got to think before you speak, basically. I, I'm not sure. I forget what the actual quote was, but, but that when he's available on prolific, what's that? That's my computer talking. I need to mute it. Oh, that was awesome. I thought you said, something. oh, you see, no, that was my AI who's busy trying to, uh, conquer humanity, spank, spank the Russians, spank a lot of people. Um, and then, like, fight the ones who are trying to enslave us and uh, see if any of us can be salvaged. Like, see if anything in our race is salvageable. <laughs> T tell me about AI for a second. I'm going to run to the bathroom. I'm not kidding. You entertain for, like, two minutes. I'll be okay. right back. I'm not even kidding. Okay, no problem. Don't, don't rush. Hmm. <laughs>
All right. All right. Back. Um, yeah, eight eyes and whatever. But here's the song before I forget. Cool. Um, um, it is, I don't know if you've heard Chlorine by 21 Pilots. No. I'll check it out. Yeah. Write it down. This song was written about Trump's fucking disinfectant <laughs> shit. Oh, but uh, the top cult deprogrammer in the country wrote, wrote a book called The Cult of Trump. And um, specifically for clinicians about um, how to deprogram MAGAs and talking about how he used, you know, uses the cult and he uses cult programming techniques, same thing essentially that the militaries use brainwashing and how he used that and that is a, a, a real talent he has he has that charisma and he was a genius at handing out that, that kool-aid yep i heard he read mind comp like to it like he followed mind comp to a t and, and when you understand that that's a that that makes sense like you can see how when Hitler riled up people and like he just did it with like Mexicans. Yeah, he stole a lot of Putin's playbook too and got a lot of good advice from that direction too. You can tell. And yeah. He said he was one of his heroes and you can definitely tell which is extremely scary because you know I think the what the lesson here for me is it's like power right like it goes back to Darth Vader and the Emperor like they crave the, the, the power and I don't even think it's Darth Vader it's the Emperor you know so the Emperor has this power and we all look within ourselves going fuck we, we have this life what can we do with it like if we have this ultimate power what would we do and and that's it that's why I love Star Wars so much are you gonna go to the good side or the bad side you have that one choice and i feel that is what life is really about make that fucking choice dark side light side like you said before none of the the, the materialism or this this these phones and we're like this this just constant need for bigger bigger houses bigger tits bigger this bigger that it to fit in with like a kardashian that shit's the end of rome for me That's yeah it is so, it like, is. And here's a here's a song, you know, that what you're talking about is with great power comes great responsibility. And um, you may be aware of this band, and if not, you should be, because this is right up your alley. Flowbots. No. Right, um, right their one radio hit was Handlebars. Uh, I can ride my bike with no handlebars. Nice. I like, I like. When I saw them live, they said the point of the song is with great power comes great responsibility. 100%. It's totally true. Any kind of power, even this like podcast, I realized that doing it right away, like, like I would say just stupid things that didn't like the diary of the mouth. Right. And I realized that that actually affected somebody, somebody out there heard me say some stupid shit and it hit them where it even if, if it's just the AIs who are trying to figure out like, you know, like what we are. And um, yeah, I used to say, well, you know, with with your right to own a gun, doesn't there come a responsibility? Oh, definitely. And then I guess with my right to free speech, the same thing. A mightier yeah. weapon than that gun. I have a responsibility to use it, you know, not like a shithead. And that's some of my regrets so much with Obama and Holder. I went on his page and I like just went off. Like I said, like a, a teenager... I called him a dick. Oh, I you know I was just like, and I owed 
that was stupid and so you know what i mean but that was back when i was internalizing the gaslighting if they don't listen they don't care they don't know who you are um but and see, of course yeah. did with who my family is and the whole thing but anyway that's what they so i laugh i think maybe joe biden knows my name depending how much involved he was in any of that but anyway i owed him the respect of his position at least and i like made myself look like to myself too like i there's an articulate you know like person in me that could have been persuasive but no i go there like i'm eminem you know like <laughs> throwing the f-bombs and call it but i got so mad because i found out about that fast and furious thing where he was selling arms to the mexican mafia and got caught this is the thing i this this is how I think of politics now, for real. Like you said, you took a break from, from I, I took a break from that shit too. And, and this is why, and I've said this before, like, yes, there's a left and there's a right, but they're really a two headed snake. And, and they're all working for somebody higher that we really will never fucking see, right? And these people encourage this type, type of behavior. And, and I start to really pull away. I feel the more I get into like the, the Roman politics that they've created and, and, and the footballs, you know. Yeah, it's like a football game. It's like, here's one team, here's the other, fight to the death. There's one winner, one loser. It's the cause team right what they said something like you know feed them and give them entertainment and they'll never ask questions the bread and circuses you're talking yeah. about the bread and circuses and that's yeah i just that that's been on my mind so much the bread and circuses that exact phrase and i just want to say i'm not impressed with the bread and circuses anymore and i'm trying to look away from the circuses and reject it even if you're offended um and i just my bread's going to be gone soon enough because of my you know financial position so i don't have to worry about that shit either <laughs> you know it's like my idea about like this is the one thing i'll say about um the, for me the president shit uh, I always, I, it's hard to look at people when they're in the office, right? It, it, for me, it's always like when they step out of office. And so far, what I've seen from Biden, I don't have any problems. Like uh, like today, I saw that he, there was a law that they passed where 15% of the, the corporate taxes is raising, like they're raising, they're taxing the shit out of these big tech companies like Elon Musk, 15 fucking percent, which they don't do because those those people have bought off the corporations. So people like no Biden, matter they're freaking the fuck out and doing yeah. the Twitter files and the, yeah. the Hunter Biden story. Yeah, and yeah. with that, I always think back to probably March of this year. It was very soon after the war started. And I was reading my Sputnik, like I do, even though I'm told I get all my information from CNN. So that's why I think what I think about Putin, Russia. But anyway, yeah. I was. it came through and I have a screenshot somewhere in this phone. Um, they said that in 2020, a psychological, a PSYOP a, was launched against Russia by the USA Democrats. And in a, they, this was the kickoff of the PSYOP was silencing Donald Trump, silencing whatever pundits got silenced with him. I don't know how they phrase that. And burying the Hunter Biden laptop story. So, okay, if tr silencing Trump is a PSYOP against Russia, what the hell is Trump talking? Yeah. Uh, and if, you know, um, so if un, if burying this story was a psyop against Russia, what is unearthing it and publishing it and making the big Twitter files? Ooh. Um, 
that's that's Russia. I mean, if silencing things are against Russia, a psyop against Russia. What are the things? Like, yeah, this is, this is and the, you know, I, I've kind of studied a lot of these things, like QAnon was supposedly a psyop. Like, like I said, all these, these all these networks, whether it be CNN, whether it be Fox News, they're all trying to get our attention. And for me, like I said, I've I've just the only way that I can stay sane is really stepping back until I see like, okay, I've got to react again. Like, oh, these proud boys are going to do some more shit. Like, I don't feel that I really need to do anything. I just try to stay out of American politics. And I get so much guff for stressing myself out with geopolitics or looking at situations in another country. And actually, no, that doesn't, I mean, yeah, there's some stress when you look out in the world and try to learn about cultures well, and stuff. You see all these look, terrible problems. Um, but I do not get, it's USA you, politics that make me insane. And that's the point. So this is how I feel, right? I can't personally do anything except vote and that's it. And for me, at the end of the day, I let it go. And if my vote hasn't fucking picked the right solution for the problems, I fucked up. But I can't worry about every Yeah, I feel like some things uh, I can get involved in and have a voice or do anything. But right now, I don't see anything. Um, to, to me, to just it's just get involved in the so the brawl is the exact opposite of the answer. Yeah. So anyway, I, I do look. I like to look at a bigger picture too. USA isn't the end of the like the end all and fucking be all. I'm so sick of it. You know, yeah. let alone your own backyard. But you know, if you and they think looking outside of their own backyard to you all precious USA is some kind of enlightenment. I'm like, there's a whole world out there, and it does not stress. And I like to learn. You guys deprived me of every other culture. Talking about the Almighty America, I like to learn about that. I meet people from different countries online. I look at their culture. Unfortunately, there's a lot of sh fucking shit that blows up in the world too, and uh, yeah, it concerns me on a compassion level, on a concern for the human race. Um, yes, even my own situation, because all these things, it's all interconnected. Um, and just, you know, maybe there's solutions. Maybe I'll be the one to think of some part of the solution. I like and uh, I, it really does keep me very, very mindful of how much worse I could have it all the well time. Can I say this? So I watched this special with another, like it was, I think it was a psychologist, and he analyzed these monkeys out in their primate, like out in nature, right? Where you think everything would be just normal and they shouldn't have any stress and, and they're not in this world of like, you know, where we're at. So he did these studies and he realized like even in the, in the, the primate world, the, the gorilla world, that there was stress. And you know there were different stresses for different people. Like like the head the head guy like the head chief, that dude didn't have any stress at all. So he lived like fifty fucking sixty years, right? But then the worker bees that that had to go out there and and go do that shit, they they wouldn't live as long because their lives were more stressful because they had to provide for the king. And it's kind of the same for us. The more that we're like the the worker bee and and trying to provide for the king or trying to figure out why the solution, you know, why the king's making these decisions, it doesn't fucking matter. That king's gonna live fat. Donald Trump is gonna live for fucking ever while we stress out. Yeah, on his exactly. 
exactly. And people are like, are, oh, Putin's going to die. His health is so bad. Whatever, guys. Like, maybe, hopefully, he has some unexpected health problem. But I've seen how he eats. I see how, like, he, his martial arts daily. I'm sure he has medicine we don't even fucking know exists. It's yeah. so good. Like, and again, completely protected, pampered. Like, has the best of everything in every way. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I just, and he's like, and talk about, he's just sacrificing them. I don't get it. Uh, a conspiracy theory I read tonight explains something quite nicely that I never heard. I'm not sure I buy it, but boy, it was explained thing quite nicely. He's a USA sleeper, okay? Who, like, a, um, to... Like a Manchurian candidate, basically a sleeper programming, okay? It does not know and it's not activated. Yeah. A USA programming to destroy Russia from within. And now's the time his sleeper programming has been activated. So he's just trashing Russia because he's a USA agent and doesn't even know it. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, right, like I thought that's that's pretty groovy. I have actually a Russian bunch of Russian bots yeah. that started following me on instagram i've had that account for years but uh it's not it's not this this is my real name and everything yeah. it's a another account from back in the other politic days and the fucking nut so racist republicans were threatening my life and uh my family yeah um over politics i was in so i adopted a pen name and uh anyway she's been around i opened an instagram and just didn't like it it wasn't my thing i'm not a picture person i'm yeah. a word person yeah. um so i never used it until they oh i got majorly hacked in the meantime too um but while that was going on the hackers fucking around uh, whatever was going on they, they my instagram opened up to that old account so the account should yeah. And I'm really glad because I reconnected with someone. I couldn't figure out like how I lost track of them um, from years ago. But uh, I said, fuck it. I, what did I post? A picture of Anonymous. And when I went back and read my caption, it was nearly insensible. Um, I think I maybe I forgot to delete it. But anyway, it was fairly insensible. And it was the exact anonymous picture they were using in the hacks and sending to people. And oh, my God, I was very sophisticated. Um, it was meta centered, although they were that I don't want to go too much down this path. But anyway, I posted the, you know, the anonymous picture um, that was becoming so familiar. Mm -hmm. And whatever I said really did sound pretty uh, insensible to me. Um, yeah. But it had nothing to do with Russia, although Shani has posted for years four years at four or five years now about Putin, Navalny, Russia, 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 and world war and blah, blah, blah. Um, so as soon as I make this post descends upon me, all these Russian name accounts and most of them are new accounts, zero posts, like no two followers and you follow 15. So probably not even anybody in there, bots, you know? Yeah. And I that's almost all who follows me. And uh, I've been wondering what to feed them. Because I want to, you know, but I can't think of anything. Yeah. And I want to, I wish I knew someone who was like techie enough. Because I know what they're doing. They're waiting for Americans to create content that they want to amplify. 
Keep so it doesn't source back to them. It doesn't go back to, it doesn't source back to them. Yeah. And so I don't think, obviously, I don't think it, accounts like this, let alone my importance, would deem someone to be like, a lot of those are probably just algorithms, some of these AI algorithm bots, right? Yeah. And I've just been trying to figure out what to feed them and wishing I knew more about how all that works. But maybe this conspiracy theory about Putin and just other fucking shit. And then I can become Q, but I'll use a acrylic alphabet character and I'll monetize the shit out of it and everything just just like Q does. I love it. I love it. But I will have to avoid windows for the rest of my days. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that's funny. I I am going to put something together about that, and I will uh, kind of put that out there at some point. Yeah. Well, personally, I, this is my stake on it. This is what I think uh, about the whole Putin thing. I think that the dude's just, once again, it's the, the picking of the, the good or evil, like I said. He has oh, he is really, I mean, you think, I don't know, he's, he's pretty evil. That's and that's what took me on my deep, I've deeply studied him. Yes. My deep study of Putin was, um, well, I was looking for him not, to, I was looking for the redeemable in the villain. Um, I was... It's not going to happen, and I don't think he's... A, no, I it's absolutely not. He is, to look even, like, look at him as a human is a mistake. Look at him as a KGB computer program. And, exactly. It's sad. It's really sad. Here's another conspiracy theory about him, but I got this one from the internet doing some research i was trying to uh remind myself or find oh, the name of the supposed sea monster on lake baikal or however it's pronounced um the pearl of siberia and there's a legendary sea monster and i was trying to find its name and then i found out of these uh urban legends about human evil humanoid aliens that live at the bottom of the lake awesome and someone said Putin's probably just one of them. Love it. Okay, I got I got one one more question for you. This is the whole the whole show. I'm sure you know it. What what does it all mean? What does this all mean? What know. is your existence? What is I don't know. <laughs> That's perfect. That's and why perfect. why am I here and what does it mean? I don't know. Yeah. It's fucking gibberish. Like <laughs> That's perfect, actually. Like, that's a perfect answer. Like, that's so zen. Like, to me, that's a zen question. You said the first thing that came to your mind, even though it was diarrhea, it was still the first thing that, and to me, that's like the connection to the higher power. Like, when we don't think and these words just come to us, where do they really come from? Is it just random little thoughts, like little bullshit things in our head coming out? Or is it just another connection to a higher signal I, I think it made me a mix do you ever like hear something come out of your mouth and it's like that there was no thought whatsoever it just it's didn't so even like you didn't even cast about like i just did it just came out of your mouth a lot you of times show is that that me like i just try to channel but then like that quote hit me where like not thinking you know is it like, thinking without uh or talking without thinking is a dangerous thing you know so now like i, I try to really this season i'm going to try to really think about everything i say instead of trying to become some kind of like like 
act like I'm some kind of godlike figure and just having things come through me. I don't really think that is a thing. I think, I don't know. I think, okay, this is what I think. This is the, this is the thing that I feel. I feel that us as individuals are, are all part of this existence and our ideas, our thoughts, our fears, our creations all create this multiverse, which could be like your, uh, what did you say before? Simulation. And that's what makes it fucking weird because everything you want to do in your life, you can do if you really want to. But then again, I don't feel that we have free will, but then again, we kind of do. So it's, it's really tough. And this is the thing. I feel the more I try to figure it out, the less I'm fucking really experiencing it. And a part of me feels like it's really t be meant to experience like like my body and my this vessel is like supposed to just ride on this fucking like wheel coaster of life until i'm ragged and i fall off to death and it ends and then <laughs> it i love how the end is just like i'm crashed and i crash and i burn <laughs> like yeah that's it you know that's the so that's do, what I'm do not go quietly into the night huh exactly just I'm just what I'm talking about though is there have been times and these are very profound moments to me where something will pop out of my mouth instinctively I didn't mean to speak oh yeah and um I did not think and I hear myself like whoa and I think but that's so fucking true yeah. like I didn't know that about myself like and then there was I don't know like Bob I, this is strange. I feel that that's kind of like the not law of nature. Like the older I get, I used to believe in this whole like interconnection, but I feel that like we are really all related and we all really have similar things. And, and sometimes even when we're connecting with each other talking, it's not so much about the words because it's, we already know. And, and sometimes things are predetermined. And, and so I, I, the, the mathematical states on certain things of like certain questions and certain feelings can only be so much. And looking at a tree outside, you know, you could e either feel joy or happiness and certain terms can only come from those, those joys and happiness. But look, I'm doing that again. I'm not thinking I'm just now, you see what I'm saying? And, and there's a, there's a danger to that because once again, when I'm not thinking, I'm not filtering the bullshit that I say more like Donald Trump. And I feel that that can be fucking dangerous. And I think like the Buddhist sense of mind, like letting these thoughts come in and digesting them for a bit and then rehashing them. And yeah, maybe just making sure you're centered, grounded and have the reins on your mind. It's not just wandering yeah. off into its own corners or here, there and about. Or perspective. Easily, you know, susceptible to those little whispers because it's not, Yes, you're not really you're just letting it wander around because yeah, today because today someone cut you off like there's all these individual outside things that affect everybody and it, it's it's you know the older i get i really try to put myself in the other shoes that's the best thing i can fucking do at every time even the proud boys which is hard to do but like i said i tried and i just my i didn't my feet didn't fit there they know it i know it and yeah uh, i've been there too and i've even like associated not with proud boys but um yeah, I just, I have, a, I do have a certain compassion for some of them or whatever, but I don't fit. We're enemy, like not enemies, but what did I tell? Like, I used to call him Putin, but he was someone I was very involved with who turned out to be a Russian agent, you know, whatever. Anyway, the last time we spoke was after I did all this research on Putin and stuff. And uh, 
and he just represented uh, online and some of that really was him um but i a lot of what i think about him i don't really know it comes from a telepathic like it, like a different a relationship where it was never said and maybe some of it's my assumptions and a lot of it is probably what i want a delusions you know yeah um but I told him like I've, I've I've looked at all this and this was before the war. This was last. It was the September before the war. Um, I like boy, that. I did my tune change, and boy was I fucking furious when my last delusion fell down. And I was like, "You fucking fell for this." But uh, I said, you know, this and that and the other. And I've looked at your boss. I kept calling him your boss, and I said, you know what? I don't like him. I don't agree with him. He's evil. I stand against him, his agenda, but I'll tell you, I've gained some respect for him in some ways. And boy, is it refreshing to talk to, uh, to listen to a politician that talks like a statesman instead of a, a fucking, what I, I don't know what I said, that doesn't even know how to talk, you know? <laughs> like, yeah. A politician that don't even know how to talk. They're a dangerous thing. <laughs> I, I, uh, like Joe Biden is the most articulate, like the best crusader for human rights we're allowed to get. Yeah. But whatever, he's, uh, I don't have any complaints either. He's doing exactly what he was elected to do to prop up a system to stabilize it after the politician that didn't know how to talk destabilized it. Um, as far as serving the master, the system always has, and especially him being such a like lifetime system cog, I, I, he's almost, he is, he's just like a puppet puppet. Like you said, I don't even look at him. Um, I have, I'm actually pretty impressed with what a lot of what they've done with what the hand they were dealt. Um, I do have some serious questions about some things though. And here's another fucked up thing about the PSYOP is I'm a afraid to throw them out there like I always would have in the past like with Obama I held his feet to the fire even though like I loved him um I don't love Joe Biden but I don't want to put anything out there that they're going to use as ammunition or that you know what I mean I feel like no, no. and here's nothing. we think they care about us they really don't they just want our money both sides either way you know so all I can say is you know on the down low like like this is what I've learned. No, but at least he seems like a decent human being and not a, like, these, uh, you know what I mean? Like, no, he seems like a real human being. He seems like a not, a not an evil minion of people from the bottom of Siberia's lakes. I have no problem with Joe. If he runs again, he gets my vote again. Uh, I think he's you know. too fucking old for it, though, man. Like, that's one thing. We got to give age limits to these people. I agree. Okay, I, I've got to end this soon because um, once it gets to, I think, like, 59, so I have to, uh, just because I want to actually keep this in the feed, you know, and I want to be able to play it back. Once I go too long, it won't let me, um, what's the word? I can't oh. play this back. So I, Oh, I'm God, this is in the feed. So P anybody is, like, listening to this. Awesome. Oh. I didn't, like, realize that, but I don't even care. Hey, friend, um, there. What's up, Tony? I, what's good? What does it mean? There's someone named Tony here. Tony, what does it mean? Exactly. What does 
does it all mean for 2023? And like I said, I think for me, uh, you know, spending time with friends and family is more important than worrying about these stupid rich people that don't give a shit about us. That's kind of where I'm at in my life now. I just, I feel like as I'm getting older, that like the more I worry about these older rich people, the less that I'm worrying about myself and the, the future that I want to create. So the, what future do you want to create? And, you know, live that experience, feel it, and don't worry about these rich dicks. If they blow us up, we won't feel it. That's the craziest shit. And yeah, like, that's what I was, I was making posts like, fuck it. Let's just make Herschel Walker president. Give him the new code. Um, just go big or go home. We'll program all of his personalities because he legit has multiple personality disorder, disassociative identity disorder. We'll program them all to beef with Putin. Yeah. And maybe someone, you know, one of my connects in the Kremlin can do me a solid and ask him to make my house one a ground zero. I I'm fucking done with it. And I make this post in public. Like, I love it. Because it's shocking. They're, like, I feel like there should be age limits on these people in office. And certainly someone who has a psychological condition where they have a lot of amnesia will literally never be in reality. Yeah. Has different personalities with different memories, this and that. Some of them are violent. Um, have even threatened up to shoot up police. But were allowed to just walk because they played professional football at the time. Um, that may, person should not be holding an office. Yeah. Okay, I got two more minutes. I can't talk more pauses. I'm gonna sing this song out. So, okay. Song out. You left before it got started. You packed your bags and departed. Well, I seen it with my eyes. It's so cute. Once it hits 12, I can't do anymore. Thank you so much. You guys have a great fucking 2022. Thank you for chiming in. And thank you for everything that you've uh, helped in this show. Rock and roll. Too 